0: How do we start this thing again? Uh, let me see. It goes something like you passed your luck check. It's the no class podcast with your con prepping Podcasters, Eddie and Matt. And I'd like to say hello out there to all of the dice suckers listening tonight. Let's see what people heard. Is that what you call fans of your other cast? Yes. Well, since I've declared myself dice in the Dice and Mallet podcast or whatever, so there you go. Indeed, welcome to all of the (laughs) dice suckers out there. Dice zuckers are not welcome. Exactly. No zucks. Get out of here. No zucks given.
1: That's right. Zero.
0: All right. The first thing we have to talk about is the long con. And it's going to be easy for us to talk about because here we are ripping up the badges and making all the goodie bags. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So if you hear lots of ripping and tearing and tearing and ripping in the background, that's as always just Matt.
1: Exactly. I had chili, so there you go. Be forewarned.
0: But we are exactly one week away. Yeah, yeah. And it's probably exactly down to the hour just about now that we would have the registration desk open.
1: Yeah, it's kind of ironic. Isn't it ironic? Yes, I really do think. All right, so... Yeah, man, we've got all kind of cool special guests. By now, you guys should know, and mm-hmm. um, you know, I'm looking forward to seeing those guys and hanging out. We got some great games scheduled. Um, got a lot. Of, I'm seeing in these these badges a lot of new names that I'm not familiar with, but you know, well,
0: this is by far the biggest Long Con too. Absolutely. Which, oh, don't you stop. You know,
1: <laughs> as in, as far as keep your hands busy, we've got. Well, that's what she said. Um, Two. Reasons it's longer. First of all, we're going. We're starting Thursday this year, so they'll be longer in that regard. But also, yeah, I mean, this is uh, bigger. We've had such a, a really good early uh, uh, badge purchasing and and buy-in by people. It's just awesome. Just really exciting.
0: So more attendees. More games, more everything than ever before.
1: Mm -hmm. And we're seeing more of the people that we love hanging out with at North Texas making the trek over, you know. And some people are coming from a pretty far distance, you know.
0: More vendors than ever before.
1: Absolutely. And, I mean, some really cool vendors. So definitely, as usual, if you're one of the people that didn't buy a ticket, if for whatever reason – you know, maybe can't come out for gaming. Still remember, it's absolutely free to come in and interact with our awesome vendors and scope out all the, the cool stuff they have for sale.
0: And on Sunday, for the first time, we're going to try this vendor, uh, flea market swap meet thing for gamers. Mm-hmm. So you can bring your stuff out or you can walk in on that too and see what people have for buy, sell and trade. Yeah,
1: and that's going to be really neat because we've seen that done at uh, some game stores and whatnot, and it's it's pretty neat.
0: The one at Eton I think, is the maybe Saturday after Thanksgiving. Oh, wow. Okay. So I'm thinking about yeah. why not go?
1: Exactly. Definitely, theirs is more board games, but even then, I saw some role-playing stuff there, and I took some role-playing stuff, and I unloaded quite a bit of uh, old role-playing stuff.
0: Well, my good friend David D. down there says uh-huh. it changes – from each one yeah, you just it'll be know. like well this one leans a little heavy on the rpg or leans a little heavy on the board games mm-hmm. so you just have to go and see it's always a mystery
1: and there was even a guy there that had like his own high quality bespoke miniature paints so it's not just what you would think hmm. as far as well it's just going to be board games role-playing games. no there was a guy that david had let him have a little a little corner to himself with a little you know folding table and the guy had examples of things painted with his high quality paints that he was making at home, you know, so.
0: Which would have been funny if he was a horrible painter, high quality paint, but a horrible <laughs> yeah, but paint a horrible,
1: job. Yeah. Yeah. But no, I mean, I actually bought a little bit of it. The price was right. And I love supporting, you know, little indie, you know, businesses, you know, forget these big chains and whatnot.
0: Forget about them.
1: There, speak of, There's our old buddy, David Donahue as a vendor but not a special vendor? Oh, Eddie.
0: He's the most special vendor.
1: Exactly. We heart David.
0: Yeah, he's great. He's great. He's the best. That's well, great. do you have anything else to say about the long con before we quickly move away from the topic?
1: Yeah, I, like Eddie said, it's it's rapidly approaching. We're really It excited. is inevitable. Yeah. Um I'm trying to think. There's something I want to say. I can't think of it now, but yeah, but I'm just I'm just really excited. I'm getting really jazzed up for the long con
0: I can tell by your jazz hands
1: exactly just ask Eugene Cheshire
0: well this is the first podcast that we've done in probably a couple of months now yeah yeah so I think did I say this one's gonna be 88 oh wow so we are quickly approaching that 100 episode mark where I get to quit walk away from the whole thing set it on fire
1: we're done we're done just throw the match over your shoulder there, you know.
0: But I will say we got a lot of great feedback on the last episode. Really? Probably more than most of our usual episodes. So, well, who knows, after episode 100, maybe I'll just do it by myself, be a solo cast. I mean, it seems like it's working out well.
1: Smart idea, good idea. I
0: like it, I like it. Actually, I hate doing solo right. casts. They're so, it's so difficult when you don't have anybody to talk to or uh, make talk off. for a while, yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah, absolutely.
0: But there are a lot of reasons for doing it. The most important one is that those are bait. Yeah. Just think of the old Mad Max meme where he's pointing at the sign. And he's like, "That's bait." That's bait. Yeah. If you do a podcast without Matt, he will come back immediately and <laughs> demand to do a podcast. So that's how you get them, folks nah that is the price you pay
1: and it's funny a lot of the other ones like I didn't even know you did them you'll go, you know I did a solo cast right and I'm like what and I will go look and go oh you did but this one I actually I saw the pop up and I went that's you know
0: and, <laughs> and it's numbered and all the other solo casts are not numbered Yeah, but we got to hit that 100 right we've got to hit that 100 But
1: it's worth I won't lie I probably didn't listen to all of or you know the other ones I actually listened to that one I enjoyed it I, I like and I saw yeah, you got some good feedback from old buddy um Webb, didn't you? Yeah. Yep, yep.
0: So a lot of people, and Lou.
1: Yeah, I was going to say, I thought it seemed like Lou China. And Larry. Yep, Oh, Larry. So
0: everybody's got opinions on uh Lorraine Williams.
1: Oh, they're definitely opinions, that's for sure.
0: And then the other reason to do that is when we do these little uh book reviews, book report casts, mm-hmm. we've both read the book.
1: Yeah, see, I, I don't think I've read
0: that one. So here you go. Ooh, la, la. Here's the book. Read Slaying up.
1: Playing the dragon.
0: We'll expect your full report in about three weeks. I'll give you an extra one because yeah. of the con.
1: Yeah. I was going to say, it's, it's funny. It was a buddy of mine was kind of, you know, respectfully chiding me about something that, you know, I hadn't done. And I said, well, you know, I've been a little busy. <laughs> but anyway, and not this guy, but somebody else. Um, his other friend. Exactly. My one other friend in the world other than my dear wife. But anyway, she's my bestest friend.
0: But the book is about the third reason that I did that cast by myself Mm -hmm. because I read it six, eight months ago. Mm -hmm. So I was like, if I don't get around to doing this podcast on that book, yeah, yeah, I, it's going to be completely gone, completely lost.
1: I I totally get that. Absolutely. Um, another blank.
0: Ooh. Piece of candy. Yeah, piece of candy. But what we really, really want to talk about today uh-huh. is the shocking news that someone's going to have a Kickstarter coming yeah. out in just a few days, really. Hopefully, if, if all goes well, and I won't lie, I, I haven't even told you this yet, but I'm having a
1: little bit. I'm generally of the two of us. My like, heart. pretty chill, but I'd like to think, but I'm... I'm having a little bit of anxiety over this because basically I'm to the point where we've we've kicked up the line to the Dart master and he's scrutinizing it, and I'm just waiting for you know what his feedback's going to be, and so hopefully if it's good, then boom, we're set to go, but I mean I have to have his seal of approval, you know, and so there's that,
0: apparently, it's not that hard to get because I already received it
1: yeah, yeah, so we so you say we'll see, but yeah, I'm anxious so as soon as we get the okay from uh Joe G. Um, and he accepts my invitation to breakfast, uh, because we want to cook breakfast for him, and run him a game, you know, on his kitchen, dining room, and table. do a, a Twitch
0: cast, from do a Twitch or a podcast, cast. at least. Yeah.
1: Yeah. But no, um, then I'm, I'll have to send him the Kickstarter that I've already kind of started on, get the feedback on that. And then, yeah, I'm hoping that I want to kick it during the long con. So I guess, will they hear this before then or? Yeah. yeah more than likely. So you will hear, hear this. So be looking for, uh, caverns of the dead god we talked about it forever it's you know got a lot of good forever yeah play testing and feedback and all kind of good stuff from a lot of different good people that you know we just love and adore so yeah yeah i'm excited you know it's like a combination of excitement slash trepidation so anyway yeah really excited
0: a fear boner
1: (laughs) sure but i was gonna say um like, we've got Marie, our old buddy Marie. Y'all, a lot of y'all know Marie. She's working on an STL for the, the really the big bad of that adventure. And I've seen the images so far, and it looks kick butt. She's doing a great job. Um, I got the artist, you know, finally got all their work in. They turned in some great artwork. I really like the cover. I hope you guys do too. I'm going to have some t shirts made of the cover, you know, so that'll be kind of cool. Um, so, anyway, just Matthew.
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that'll be. It's just Matthew. Well, that's not.
1: There's any Matthews coming to this con.
0: Yeah, Uh, there's another one like that too. What he's talking about is, as we're going through these badges, you'll have single name badges, and it's like we're gonna file these alphabetically. So if you show up and say, "I'm Joe Smith," and you only put Joe as your information, we'll have to look there.
1: Good work, genius. Or like Dark Clown Twenty Seven. It's like Dom Assassin. Yeah, Dom
0: Assassin. I'll never forget that one from Red River. Yeah, yeah. Everyone else has their regular legal name on them. And uh-huh. then we also have Dom Assassin walking Dom around. Dom Assassin. So more power to you out there wherever you are. Dom.
1: You're out there chewing on that candy bar <laughs> somewhere out there now.
0: Oh, that wasn't him.
1: That wasn't him? Nope. Oh, that was a different guy. Yeah. Oh, that was the guy that was like in a wheelchair or something? or. Nope. Okay.
0: You're mixing a lot of these up. Oh, well. But I don't want to call out, (laughs) I don't want to name names on the podcast. I'm not allowed to do that.
1: Don't do that, or Josh Craig might get you.
0: I'll have to look through all these badges and see if he's coming, and then I can say his name.
1: Or Jaden Figley. Jaden. Vaughn
0: Clement. Out in podcast land. They think you're just reading the phone book to them exactly, now. Exactly, yeah, I know. All right. Can so, we get phone numbers and addresses can, with that?
1: Yeah, duh. Hell, I'll give you social security numbers. James A. Self. All right. So we know as far as pop culture goes, you've... Oh, I wanted to address something.
0: No, please don't.
1: Yes. On Facebook, you,
0: you posted a video about Davida. Yeah, they suck ass. Yeah, they
1: do. So I used to work for Davida. So would you be curious to hear some insight from me and some friends at work that we've talked about this since we, we left DeVita?
0: No, okay. no, let's move. Okay. Let's quickly. Move. Yes.
1: Okay. Yes, please do. Yeah.
0: So uh, Just shut it down immediately. Yeah. Shut down but, the podcast. But
1: No, it's, it's actually interesting. You should post that. And by the way, that was really neat. I'm glad you did. So yeah, when I worked for DeVita and I've been a nurse 30 years, it's one of the better companies I've worked for. They really were good to their staff, but I say this, I never went to the thing. But everybody, when you first start working to De- DeVita in, like in the first six months, the expectation is you're going to go away to one of these. Spir- well, it's a cult, too, yeah, right? yeah, No, it really is. That's what I'm getting at. This spirit-building, team-building uh you know go you know, kind of getaways and they're using some neat town where you're like oh sweet well no you're not gonna be able to see the town your so might that gets to go with you or something but no they even put like a lojack on you because they know people are like well i'll just slip out of the no 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 they're, you're going to if you're coming here you're going to attend their thing well they even have like they showed Kim theory would come out uh dressed as one of the uh like three musketeers. And that was their big battle cry was all for one and one for all, all for one and one, you know, whatever. And, um, they have this little wooden bridge they bring out. And at the end you have to like, there's this metaphorical crossing of the bridge that you have to do. So, yeah, I mean, does this not sound like, a cult or whatever. Oh. So I was talking to a coworker recently and I said, you know, I kind of missed a Vita in that. They did do some nice things for us. Like I know a lot of nurses that when you were <laughs> called upon to work during COVID, it was just like, wow, they put two foot tall letters out front and threw you a pizza party and said, thanks for risking your life. And heroes. I mean, you're the heroes. You're the heroes. Yeah. I feel like a hero. What are you going to do to compensate me? Here's some pizza. Thanks so much. We put two foot tall letters out front that said, uh, heroes work here. Yeah. Who gives a shit? David actually gave us a nice cash bonus every week we worked when COVID was really raging, you know, and early on we all thought, Oh my God, it's going to kill us all. And we thought we're jeopardizing our lives and risking bringing this trip home to our loved ones and family. So anyway, I say all that, I was talking to a coworker recently about, you know, Davida, and she said, man, she said, I remember people would go away to Colorado to the headquarters for these meetings, and they would come back, and they would all be spouting the same stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, every time something bad happened, they'd go, well, that was an opportunity for growth, wasn't it, and all this. And she's just like, wherever I heard that, But you know. And I mean, so yeah, it really, the, the guy tried to engender this almost sort of a cult,
0: Hey, they've all got to start somewhere. Why not start with your employees? Yeah.
1: So here's stuff. I, I didn't well, couldn't watch the whole video or something, but did even address this. How One re, uh, way Ken Theory got in trouble was at one point he got together with all these other Dallas companies like DCI, Fresenius, oh, yeah. and he said, hey, let's do price fixing on stuff. And even like their middle management, let's all agree we're only going to pay this much to our middle management. When that came out, that they had done this. Uh, salary fixing there was a guy named javier that i think was in the company that he he was like i'm gonna sue you and they went whoa whoa, whoa. we'll give you a promotion we're gonna give you all these bonuses and stuff because he's one of these guys that he's like why can't i move up well I, he looked at i'll go to a different company well they're all offered, the same they're offering the same amount and, and well it came out yeah they don't went behind closed door i mean so this guy and i love this guy was supposed to be a buddhist kin theory or whatever but i mean in theory yeah in theory ha ha but anyway, yeah, no, DeVita was uh, definitely, it's on Eddie's Facebook page. It's insidious, man, what this, this you know company did, you know, and this guy, Ken Theory, which they can be, I think he's still a major shareholder. I don't, they bought him out, but I mean, they just told him, hey, you need to <clears throat> go away because you're casting too much stank on us. But, so he's off somewhere enjoying his golden parachute and enjoying you know, stock dividends and all this shit. It's not like he's in a jail cell somewhere or
0: whatever. But it's funny how one company can buy up all the medical care and put mm-hmm. everybody, all the mom and pop medical shops out yeah. so that they're the only one. They're the Taco Bell of kidney dialysis. And that's yeah. how he wanted to run it. Yeah, yeah. Not like medical, like it's a franchise or something.
1: Oh, yeah. And and I'll, I'll tell you this, and it's just, you know, this is not, I don't want to cast, uh you know doubt on i mean doubt there are good dallas nurses good dallas centers probably maybe some good Dallas companies i don't know devita yeah, i don't know but anyway but like what's wild is if you've got netflix go watch nurses that kill and i think it's the fourth one of these little vignettes it shows there used to be a De, uh, devita in uh lefkin texas it's not there anymore because once they killed some people there, this one nurse did, it cast such a stank on the whole affair. They just closed up shop because nobody wanted to go there after that. And you have to imagine they caught the woman, they prosecuted her. I mean, everyone's going to be super scrutinized after that. It's kind of like the hospital where they find uh, the 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 restaurant where they find a rat. Yeah, man, that's gonna be the cleanest place to eat for a year after that. But who, if the word gets out, oh, I'm not eating there, dude. There ain't no rats there no more. They're they're making sure that you know. I mean, the other anyway, yeah, but yeah, it's it, the whole thing with
0: DeVita was pretty wild. But yeah, it was like a cult. But, anyway, all right. Well, for anybody that's. Uh getting dialysis right now this would be a a great bonus episode for you because <laughs> i was going to ask you a lot of the feedback that i saw on that video uh-huh. was talking about i guess there's uh different types of dialysis oh, like you can get the at-home dialysis oh yeah where you do it yourself and uh-huh. in the comfort of your own home uh-huh. but what is it when you get your little what's your dialysis graft or fistula. Yeah. The one that's more Fistula. Yeah. Fistula. Yeah. That's about a $10,000 surgery to get that put in. Wow.
1: Yeah. And you wouldn't think it would be, but I guess that sounds about right.
0: So that's some bonus money right there where they're like, Oh, if we do this instead of doing the home treatment, because for the fistula, they have to basically give you a vein, right?
1: But here's the crazy thing about this. There are people that are being trained to do that at home. And there are machines that are letting me do that at home.
0: That would be awesome.
1: It's pretty crazy. So for what if you don't really follow what, what Eddie's talking about, okay, there are, and I know this is going to get – I'm trying to make – be brief and not too boring. There are three accesses for dialysis. They've listened to this show before. Yeah, Go yeah, ahead. Yeah. Feel free. There's ones that we call a CVC or a Quentin. That's this tube sticking out of your neck. And there's like an arterial port and a venous port. But then the thing is there's a high potential for infection there because it's a, a artificial tube sticking out of your neck with – you know, whatever. Well then, so a more permanent function is a graft, which is artificial that's placed in, it makes a loop and it's got an arterial side venous. And then there's a the AV fistula. That's where an artery and a vein are joined together. And that's when you see that person that's got the thing under their skin. that looks like a snake under their skin. That's where that thing blows up and gets big enough. You can stick it with needles, but see that's repeatedly. Yeah. But that's the crazy part about people doing at home dialysis that are They're using fat, uh, grafts and fistulas. So it's usually a wife, a husband, mom, sister, cousin, whoever who's taught how to do this because it's tough to stick yourself with these needles that look like knitting needles. But there are people, there was one dude who's like, bullshit, he didn't have an SO. And he's like, I'll be doing it myself. And they taught him how to stick himself and was doing it at home. But here's the crazy thing I think about. How many times have I been treating someone to dialysis and all of a sudden their eyes glaze over and their head falls back in the bed and you cycle their blood pressure and it's nothing over nothing. And I quickly dump some fluid to them. Their eyes flutter open, they gasp, and you go, whew, I brought you back from the brink of death. If you're treating yourself and you, if you don't really realize all of a sudden, like, I'm getting kind of lightheaded,
0: well, game over, you know. So that's where the significant other would probably pay off too, right? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So, but anyway, but it's wild that people are doing that. But, but really, what's being done more at home is peritoneal dialysis, and that's where you have that tube in your gut. Yeah. You know, whatever, and that's P- PD. You can take your cycler with you and. Go on trips. And that's, I mean, But still that not.
0: one, does that one take longer? Is well, that the yeah. drawback on it? Well, it's it?
1: basically like all night long. Yeah. I mean, but all that's, but long. that's the cool thing is you hook the thing up, you set the cycler to going, and throughout the night, it instills fluid into you, which has basically got a certain amount of sugar in it, you know, which fancy word, dextrose. It pulls, it uses your own stomach lining as a filter, mm. draws in the waste, and then it, in, throughout the night, it instills the fluid, draws in the waste product, drains it off, instills, lingers, drains. And so, yeah, there's, yeah.
0: So anyway. Now, if you suddenly had to get kidney dialysis, Uh what would you, which one would you go for? Would you go for the overnight sensation or would you want to go in and get treatments? You know, PD. If you had the option.
1: Oh, I mean, hope heaven forbid anybody should have to, and I hope not. But uh, I would say PD for sure because, like I said, you can load up bags of your solution in your cycler, and you could drive over to Aunt Tilly's three states over and be there for the wedding or the whatever, and almost kind of live a normal life. You do it while you're sleeping at night. Otherwise, regular hemodialysis is three days a week four hours at a time. So, and we're talking about, you got to get there early and stay late. So you're talking about, and i and a lot of these patients will tell you they just feel spent after treatment. So that day is shot. So you got to figure three days a week. So that's where you got to ask yourself, is this a life you want to live? Because it's going to be probably the rest of your life is four days. Well, three days out of every week are just, gone, spent shot, you know, and those people like, well, I don't feel like going today. They don't go and they get fluid overloaded and their potassium goes crazy. And then they end up in the hospital and it's like, dude,
0: you got to go. I mean, you can't skip treatments, you know, but anyway. So if any of you out there. Should need uh, medical advice. Just feel free to contact Matt.
1: (laughs) No, thank you. And
0: hopefully none of you will have to worry about this anytime soon. But I hope you don't. Men of a certain age podcast, right? Yeah. But I I tell you what,
1: I'll I'll let you in on something. This is this the like oh inside straight poop. Yeah, I haven't talked about this. I had a patient one time. We were talking. Seemed like a really nice guy. And what he had was he had acute kidney damage. So there's like chronic and acute. Over time, you've you've let your blood pressure go you've not treated your diabetes and you blew out your kidneys. That's chronic damage. It's, it's done for, but some people might be like in a motor vehicle accident or something, just temporarily traumatizing or people with COVID. There were people that were having psych pseudo organ failure and whatnot and way to treat them. Some of them, their kidneys bounce back, you know, hallelujah, hallelujah. But this guy was talking to me and he said, well, this might be permanent or it might be acute. And I'm like, well, I hope it's acute. And he goes, "If it's long- term, you know we, we talked about it because when someone first gets on treatment, we treat him like three days in a row. We're like day three of treating him because it was me every time. He's a nice guy. He, he said to me, "Hey, man, he said, can I ask you a question?" And I said, you know, sure." And he goes, "If you were in my position, what would you do? And hey, I said, hey, hey. yeah." And I'm like, "Well." I was like, I mean, to the be no class podcast does not advocate. Yeah. I'm just saying, I mean, to be in Frank, the man asked my pastor, you want my opinion? Yeah. I said, nah, man, you know, and don't, and I, I do this shit for a living and still, I'm telling you, I wouldn't want to do it. Not that's, that, that's not a life I'd want to live. That's just me, but that's just me. Your mileage may vary,
0: you know? So for all of our listeners out there on dialysis right now, <laughs> listening to this during their treatment with Matt. <laughs>
1: Well, that's where they probably say, hey, you wait till you're walking in my shoes. You might change your pen. And that's very likely I probably
0: would. That's definitely the thing because it's always like, oh, if this happened, you know, if I couldn't walk, I wouldn't want to live. And it's like, Or people be like, I don't want to
1: live to be some decrepit old man. And then when you're decrepit and you're like, please, Lord, give me one more day. You know, I mean, sure. Talk's cheap. I'd be the first one to say, never say never. Talk's cheap, you know. But anyway, enough of as usual, me bringing the room down. Um, You're bringing me down. Yeah. Uh, so. Okay,
0: refer to your notes. What do you got for us? Okay, so first, uh, any pop culture comics books? Well, actually, before even all that, now that you're here in person, I'll give you another Oh my. congratulations on the wedding, man. You got anything, well, any thanks. comments about that? Anything wonderful you'd like to say about the bride, Heather?
1: Uh, you know what? And I mean this emphatically. Everyone says this kind of shit, but seriously, I finally found my one. I mean, she is... Just perfect for me, and and I just I love her like crazy, and and I'm I'm so happy. She's very supportive, and and she's just awesome. I just can't say enough good things about Heather, my, my Heather Gullet, my
0: new my new bride. I and, will second that as someone that's met previous wives, wives and girlfriends. Like, what the what?
1: Yeah, yeah, it's funny. I told Heather, I said for what it's worth, Eddie never warmed to like three or four. So I said, you know.
0: Uh, uh, But I've always liked Heather off the the bat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The other ones, it was like, what are you thinking? <laughs> what? This doesn't make any sense. I'm going to marry someone that that actively hates me. Yeah. Well, if, if there's ever a murder, you, <laughs> well, <yeah>. know, <laughs> if, you know, if you ever suspect foul play yeah. in my death, yeah, yeah. yeah, there's a good chance. Probably. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's,
1: it's that when you have to this those from your friends, like, Hey, if I ever die under a questionable circumstances, you better call for an autopsy home. You know? Yeah. Yeah, That the murder weapon will be here. Yeah. That was like number three. Definitely. At one point we were looking at some tree and, and she was quite knowledgeable about herbs and plants and, and weird esoteric crap, you know? And at one point she's in this tree and goes, you see those white blooms there? And I went, yeah. And she goes, you know, you could just drop that in someone's salad and they'd eat it and they'd die of kidney failure. No one would ever know. And I'm like going, was that a threat? <laughs> uh, That's what they call the know.
0: veiled threat. Exactly. You because know. of the implications. Yeah. Oh my, I, I'm like, I'm, I'm a scared. <laughs> And that night, when Matt went home, he did whatever she said for as long as she <laughs> and, said. And I avoided salads around her for quite a while. That's why I am the way I am. You know, I didn't eat enough salads, You know, uh, I'll stick to the bacon. Exactly. Oh, man. All right. Okay. What was the note? What did I cut you off on? You were going to the. You know, we were just. You about, were going to say books, movies, and TV, the, with right? With the usual pop culture jingle
1: jangle. So did you did you have a book? Um, actually I've started reading a canticle for Leibowitz*, which is
0: a, it
1: it is a actually somewhat within certain circles, famous post-apocalyptic book novel from the, that was hot stuff in the 20th century at one point, you know, it's basically these guys find this guy's like receipt and his shopping list. And it's like this revered religious text. Like this guy's a priest of Leibowitz, you know, and. And it, so it's kind of, and he goes on this journey, you know, whatever. Now,
0: did he ever work at DeVita?
1: Ha ha, you're funny. Um, and then I'm also just starting to read another book again, but I've been so busy, which is Entertaining Yourself to Death.
0: Did it work? Not yet,
1: but I'm, I'm Keep working Keep trying,
0: Matt. Never give up. Thanks, buddy. Keep the dream alive, right? That's the Dyson Mallet Podcast. <laughs> anyway, all right, so... Uh, so I read that book Slaying the Dragon. Yeah. And I don't think we have talked about it much. Mm-mm. But the one thing that I'll bring up again is that was one of the few books that I've ever read in my life where when you have the author's voice in your head or whatever, you're like, I don't like this. I don't I don't like that the snark of it or something because there was a lot of like and Saint Gary did this. Oh, and wow. it's like, okay, I get it. Gary Gygax was a mortal man with Foibles, uh, foibles, like, and flaws like all of us. Yeah, yeah. But I don't know. There was there was a few of those little digs that were too cute. Wow. So it's worth checking out. But I, I'm not like I would read everything that he ever wrote. Like it's not to say that I the, feel like if we had an in person conversation, it would be like. Ugh. Yeah, because it's like not that the other ones were necessarily big fanboys,
1: but they were kind of coming from from that direction. This guy sounds like someone who's like absolutely not a fan is what, you know, I'm hearing, you know, which again, so he's looking through a different lens. Is that good or bad? You know,
0: it's good to hear the other opinions, right? Right, right. Yeah.
1: Well, I know that the one you like, because we've read a few of these by now, you own some and I own some, but, um, Playing uh, at the world. But like, yeah, the one that was
0: so kind of, I don't know so if it's analytical, dry. It's so dry. Weird? It's a textbook. But, but with I that think guy. That's, that's one of your favorite ones. He yeah. was a, a professor. Yeah. But when it you're talking so about dry. like, I want the facts of the case. Oh yeah. There's the facts of the case. Yeah, I can't dispute that. Is yeah. it the most entertaining read you'll ever have? No. But then for that, probably, uh, what was the one, the Gary Gygax biography I want to say Playground of the Imagination, but something of the imagination, right?
1: Yeah, yeah. Something, yeah. But that one, that one was a good one. Um, I like that, but that one wasn't nearly as
0: dry. Yeah, you know. That's what I'm saying. If you yeah, want a more like entertaining one, read. Yeah. But if you want to know the numbers of, how many people attended Gen Con 2? Yeah, that's that Boom, go guy. to that other book. Yeah, so yeah. one of them is the encyclopedia and one of them is a yeah. biography.
1: Right, right.
0: But yeah, it was, I'll admit that the other one was dry, but it did have the facts I was looking for because I like that. I like the numbers.
1: Yeah. And so any comics or anything of that nature?
0: Yeah, but nothing I can think of off the top of my head. Cause I talked about the transformers one last time. Yeah. So they're more than meets the eye. Well, so
1: how about movies? You just watched one this morning.
0: Yeah. I watched one this morning waiting on Matt. And it was really getting to the nail-biting intensity. And I was like, Matt's going to show up at any minute and ruin this. I'm going to have to walk away from the movie. Because this will (laughs) be the one time that he's early. But luckily, (laughs) he was late as always. (laughs) So the movie is from 2019. And I don't know if it was originally a Netflix movie, but it's got the Netflix label on it. Uh I think it's Australian.
1: Australian.
0: But it's called I Am Mother. Not I Am A Mother. But I am mother. I am mother. There is a robot oh my. that has lots of human embryos in this post-apocalyptic world. Have you seen it? I was going. Or are you going to I was watch
1: supposed it? Supposed to. It definitely was made for Netflix.
0: Yeah. Go ahead. So anyway, that's the basic premise. So this robot is raising a child, the daughter, mm-hmm. and then another human comes along.
1: Now who's the human?
0: You're going to blow my mind that I can't remember it, her name, but it's uh, the chick that was the Million Dollar Baby. Uh
1: Million Dollar Baby.
0: Remember that movie?
1: Yeah, yeah. That Clint Eastwood directed. Yeah. And,
0: Any other yeah. time I would think of the name, but yeah, not but now.
1: I'm the one who's going, you know, the guy, the person that did the, the thing. The one with the face. The with the face that did the thing. You know, yeah, that guy.
0: Yeah. It's on the tip of my brain. Yeah. But anyway, it's like, well, who do you trust? Do you, as a human that's never met another human. Mm. Do you trust this stranger human that you just met Mm -hmm. or do you trust the uncaring robot that's been your mom the whole time that is programmed to at least act like they care? Mm
1: -hmm.
0: So I highly recommend that movie to you. It was Ah, fan-freaking-tastic. You get a rave from me about something, right? Wow.
1: Holy crap. Mark that on a calendar.
0: I'll rave about things, but it's not nearly as interesting as the uh, biting uh, scathing reviews. Yeah, yeah. It's more fun to talk about the bad stuff. So
1: I am mother.
0: Yeah. Really good. Highly recommend it. Check it out.
1: Cool. All right. Well, have to check that out. So, you know, for, I've been doing a lot of online gaming and whatnot and then working on this project and blah, blah, blah. And, you know, whatever. Doing prep work for the con. But uh, Halloween night, I was like, you know what? This is going to be a night for me and the missus. So, we, we made some cool, like little snacks, like kind of a little redneck charcuterie and
0: um, that's
1: right and we uh, start sipping a little little bit of the vine and having our little snacks and we watched two a double header for Halloween we watched first Pumpkinhead, which she had never seen and that's old classic from the 80s and then we watched Hellraiser
0: Hellraiser rock you back in your seat yeah I only like the Aussie version I the yeah. one with Lemmy I, yeah, I don't know I like that. not a fan
1: Really interesting, and you're but you're a, definitely a Motorhead guy, right? Yeah, I yeah, love me some Motorhead. And
0: Lemmy wrote that song, if I remember correctly. He did. I think that's why. Yeah,
1: but Ozzy's version is pretty awesome. Now, have you heard the one that they do together?
0: Yeah, that's you, the one that makes me think of it. Where I'm like, when the Lemmy parts come in, it's like,
1: Ugh. oh wow, yeah, oh well. But uh, anyway, but it's funny. Was Hellraiser man? That's I'd
0: forget just the first one. Yeah, the very first one. Did you see the most recent one? No, that wasn't bad. Really? But I'm not a Hellraiser diehard either. Where it's like yeah. if you change one thing, I, I'm too yeah, good yeah, for it. Yeah. But I don't think I've seen the first Hellraiser. I think I have only seen wow the second one and the last one maybe Hellraiser. Wow hellbound
1: yeah yeah wow okay interesting you know it's you really don't get that much pinhead in the first one kind of sadly but she, but yeah you definitely the the are creepy you know we, even back in the 80s it was pretty good special effects you know but anyway
0: well I watched the good old uh not bram Stoker but uh Bella Lugosi Dracula the other day oh, what's that 1931 wow. yeah and that's old as dirt and I was like, this is going to be so long, I bet. But no, it was it's like 75 minutes long, and everything Dracula says pretty much is quotable quotes. Yeah. I never drink wine. <laughs> Wolves, the children of the night.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah, man. So, it's a classic. And, uh, it's classic.
0: Yeah, the story has really changed up quite a bit from the book. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, it's been a long time since I've watched that. Yeah. But it still holds up. It was still good. I can recommend that one to you if you need something old and scary to watch. Yeah. I'm trying to think if I watched any other Dracula's movies around that time. Dracula. Seems like it. Oh, we watched. This is maybe the most horrifying vampire movie you can watch. Oh, my. Interview with a vampire. Ah. I was a big fan of that back in the day, if you can believe it.
1: So that made me think about something. So it's interesting for anybody that might remember this. So the Spider-Man movies were blowing up. They were like probably the first other than like Superman back in the day. The f- at least the first super movies at that time in recent time that had done well, the ones with Tobey Maguire, they were pretty good. Sam Raimi did a pretty good job with them. Uh, who so interviewed the vampire made you think about Kirsten Dunst? I think was her name. She was in that as a child actor, and oh, her part she did such good acting, even though she was a kid, you know. Well, she ended up playing Mary Jane, you know the. I love you, Mary, Mary Jane. Jane. Uh, in um in those spider-man movies well after doing like i think one and two she was caught in some interview going like i don't want to get tied to this and ho-hum and you know it was just sort of kind of disparaging you know, and a lot of the fanboys and people were just like you dirty bee, biting the hand and all this kind of stuff well all i gotta say is have you heard from Kirsten dunce lately yeah she called me the other day exactly so what's funny on that note That little girl that plays Eleven on Stranger Things, I saw in some interviews where she's been like going, I can't wait for this to be over so I can move on to bigger and better things and all this kind of stuff. And everyone's like, because, you know, it's like, so, I mean, do you think that's biting the hand, folks? You know?
0: Well, she'll have plenty of time to think about that with her, what, 50-year-old husband or something? Ridiculous. Yeah. What? What? Come again, yeah, I'll have to. I'll, I'd have to research it more, but I want to say that, yeah, she has like a I don't know if it's a husband yet, but very suspiciously much older boyfriend in her life. Where it's like, what, wow, yeah. and I want to say it's one of those things that's like. Uh he's known her since she was 10 or something and it's like Ew. Yeah that, uh, you're really raising the creep factor there. Yeah exactly.
1: I mean I saw some pictures that got her all dolled up and she's really grown. They're talking about they're going to have to try to do some de-aging stuff because they take so long in between these. and it's a part of the child's you know life when they Yeah. You know, grow really f- I mean I saw pictures where all dolled up and she's so tall now and leggy and lanky and she looked she did. She didn't look like a kid anymore, for right, sure. Yeah, but she looks like a young woman, you know. And and actually, believe it or not, I mean, all dolled up and everything, she's a you know attractive young lady. But anyway, it's I don't know. But yeah. But I was, like I was telling Eddie, uh, you know, going back to the the get ready for to, to do the Kickstarter on. Uh, caverns or whatever i've had a lot of people give me a lot of good input and help and i really appreciate them you're welcome yeah yeah Eddie's he's actually yeah, had some good input too believe it or not but anyway really excited
0: believe it or not he's helping me out yeah but anyway
1: yeah yeah no he, he seems pretty excited too i'm like there you I'm go i'm
0: very excited i yeah. i'm gonna say this on the record right here that i expect matt's adventure to set the new Kickstarter bar for us oh. and maybe even for our little circle. Watch out, John. Oh my, oh my,
1: but yeah, he's we'll gunning see. for the record, but
0: John did really good. And I, I expect my expectations will not be met unless you sell more than he did. Oh, well, that's a, that's part, the bar for that, you. That's
1: a hard road to hope. That's we'll, where I'm we'll going to be like,
0: okay, I'm satisfied. I'll be mm-hmm. happy for you mm-hmm. in that first five minutes mm-hmm. when it's like, you're fully funded. I'll be yeah. like, ah, oh! yeah, but I won't be completely contented until you've set the new record. Yeah.
1: But I'm telling you, when Eddie did his, I was at work. And I'm, I think I don't know if I was charging that day or whatever. So I really need to be, you know, in the moment, put my finger on the pulse at work. But I'm constantly on my phone, smartphone doing updates. And I'd be like texting him like like, like he's not watching this stuff at home, like watching the election results come in. Get real. But I'm like, dude, you just just went over a 1,000. You went over 2,000. You just went over, over, over 3,000. You know, I was like, woo. I mean, I was...
0: Well, you were so shocked. shocked. You were like, people bought that?
1: No, hush. But that's, you gotta love this sneaky bastard was, he didn't tell me none of this. I didn't know about it until he announced the Kickstarter.
0: But a lot of this type of stuff, where it's like there's variables to it, or you could get Mm -hmm. sidetracked. Like, if I go on a diet...
1: Uh huh. I don't
0: tell anybody because then
1: they'll bring me donuts. Yeah. yeah. Or I've I've learned that when you fall off wagon, they'll go "Mm, so much for your diet. Yep. That's that's it. So at least I'm proud of you that you. I don't like to talk about it uh until it's
0: done. Exactly.
1: And I will say this, I've, as I've gotten older and wiser and taking a page from my boy here, like I recently was lecturing some older man wisdom to my new son-in-law. And I said, don't tell people your business. You know, that's. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so there's that. So yeah, yeah, yeah. But anyway, but we've been talking about this for so long and you guys have been along for the ride, I kinda of feel like. So
0: yeah, for both of these, which mine was two years ago now, I think. Yeah, it was the time basically go? the same time frame.
1: Yeah. And I'll say that Eddie's working on it's funny he he hadn't had that fire in his belly and I don't blame him. He did good initial Knocked it out of the park, great thing. But now he's he's, he's getting kind of excited about his new project, and, and I am too. It looks really cool. The initial playtesting people were had very strong opinions about it. You know, it's,
0: it's all raves, rave yeah. reviews, much better yeah. received than uh, even Carnage was. So I'm yeah. like, I think I think there's something to this. And yeah. just getting struck by lightning and having that idea mm-hmm. hit, because yeah. I, for all the people out there, I highly encourage you to do at least one. Even if you print that one copy for yourself and put it up Mm. on a shelf, if you never do a Kickstarter, Mm. I encourage you to go through all the work and make one nice one that you can look at yourself and say, Hey, I wrote this Mm. array for me. Yeah. So getting that one out there could have been where it was like that scratched the itch. I can say, I wrote something. I'm done. I never have to do it again.
1: One thing I noticed about this year's con is way too many mats
0: story of my life. Exactly. So, Someone's gonna to have to start eliminating mats. Uh oh, uh oh. Is that kind of like what was? What's the? Yeah, there can only be one. Nurses like, hey, you should do that. <laughs> See how more, much more powerful you can get as I as I as you vanquish the other mats, you know? Because I can tell you how many eddies
1: will be running around. <laughs> what's funny? I was watching. Uh, what is it? Pumpkinhead, and the main character's name is Ed Holly. Ed Holly. You know. I'll well, tell late. you how many Eds
0: will be running around too. Uh, zero. zero. <laughs> it's Eddie Harley, do you, ma'am? Actually, I think everybody on the podcast has already heard the story. Oh my! About why I don't go by Ed ever. Uh, I, do you think you, I've told that on the?
1: You, I think you you I've probably told have. It on the but I was
0: going to say, are you going to tell the full color version? <laughs> I don't know if I held back last time, but yeah. Uh, so I have an uncle. Uh huh. In law, as you want to say, not my blood. Not flesh and blood. So I don't have to claim him, and I don't. Mm -hmm. And they technically, supposedly don't have similar genetics. Exactly. But (laughs) he is the village idiot everywhere he goes. (laughs) He displaces the current village idiot. (laughs) And on top of that, and I guess this can show you how these two things go hand in hand, Mm -hmm. he is also the most racist Oh my. guy that I've ever met uh-huh. so is that what you meant by the full version
1: well I don't know but I will say that's like and we're not racist I'm, me maybe if I'm in traffic sometimes but no you know it's not we're not racist and so that's not that's not cool well, thanks for putting <laughs> that out there Matt <laughs> I'm kidding, of course. But anyway. Karis hey, I Karis think
0: Karis. what the things that Hitler did were bad. I'm going to take a <laughs> yeah, bold yeah. <laughs> stand here and say that was probably not cool. You and your virtue signaling. But, yeah, yeah so yeah. Anyway, he this is guy, the dumbest, dumbest, most racist person I've ever met. Backwoods so when Hick, you say yeah. Ed to me, that's who I think of. Uh huh.
1: So you really want to be identified going forward as Ed is what I'm hearing. Exactly. Yeah.
0: And uh, so I live close to a park. Uh-oh. So I was over in the park the other day walking my dog.
1: Walking my dog.
0: And I see him. Really? Yeah. And he doesn't recognize me. And you're thankful for that. And I'm thankful for it. And I'm like, I'm just waiting for you to die.
1: (laughs) I hope you die, Not
0: that I'm I'm wishing (laughs) ill upon people. Except for that guy. (laughs) But in this case, I think I'm okay. If you ever need to find his house, just... Just drive around in Longview till you find the house covered in Confederate flags. Yeah. And that'll be his house. Oh, wow. Feel free to throw some eggs from me. But, and some toilet paper. The toilet. But that's why I have an aversion to it. Yeah, yeah. Whereas I'd probably be the first person to shorten everybody else's name, too. Yeah. Like,
1: hey, old Phil. Yeah, Phil. Which, of course, I used to have two buddies named Phil. And one, he loved being called Phil. The other one's like, my name is Philip. I'm like, all right, calm down.
0: Philip, yeah Please, chill yeah. out chill out Ed you so know, that's one of those things too where it's like yeah mister gotta have your full name but that's why that's, that's why I have the aversion to it sure makes sense kind of like being force fed the broccoli yeah it's like yeah. now I don't like broccoli
1: I hate it I hate that broccoli
0: this is a huge pile of badges that we still have to go through yeah well I think we've
1: irritated the fan base there enough do you? I don't know what else you got to tell them. Did you have a TV show? Uh, No. Unfortunately,
0: I've been exposed to a lot of baking shows, but, you know, not by choice. American Dad's Back. (laughs) I've been enjoying that. That had some bum seasons in the last few, but it was pretty good. I don't think I said last time that I was, maybe I did, maybe I didn't, but I didn't tell you. Uh, Archer's pretty good this season. Yeah,
1: I heard on the last podcast
0: that, yeah, because you've had a very low opinion the last... how many seasons? Have you watched any of the Gen V? Gen V? Well, the I, boys' Gen V? No, no, no. Pretty good. I, like I said, that first episode was hard to get through, but after that, it's really picked up. Cool. And I think it is going to conclude this Friday, so now it's safe to watch it oh, and stream okay. all the episodes at once instead of, like, I'm not waiting every week. Yeah. And, uh, oh, shit. this Friday, Invincible restarts, I think, season two of Invincible. Yeah, coming. which I think...
1: We, we I mentioned that somewhere recently, but yeah, it's like, yeah. I've, I've seen some previews, and that looks pretty good. The Invincible, the new season.
0: Yeah, I think you said you saw the new trailer or something like yeah, that last exactly. time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It looks good. Looks so, good. Uh, but the one thing I will say is it's part one of season two, I and mean, I always love when they do that. Yeah, again, um, I hate that shit. And I think the very final season portion of Attack on Titan is coming out in a week or two as Mm -hmm. well, where it's supposedly, this is for real, we mean it, the end. Because they've done a lot of that. The final part, part one and part two. Okay, that's it. Oh, no, 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 there's going to be a part three. We didn't tell you. Hooray. Oh, and speaking of that, that does remind me of a movie I saw the other day. Okay. That new Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. Uh-huh. The second movie. Uh Uh-huh. Ends on a freaking cliffhanger. Uh Uh-huh. I was like, what the... You so-and-sos. Yeah. I mean, you do enough cliffhangers in Marvel movies as it is Mm -hmm. to have an actual, like, hey, this is going to be two movies if you want the whole story.
1: Uh Uh-huh.
0: And it wasn't good to start with. I was like, I've forced my way through it as it is. I'm not going any further.
1: That's like, I've been... I, since I heard it announced and as much more as I keep hearing about it, I really want to watch into the Panderverse from, uh, uh, the South park guys. Those guys are hilarious and they've usually got their, their finger on the pulse. Um, But I think in that, on top of kind of pooping on the whole Disney pandering thing, they also kind of poop on the whole multiverse because that's getting kind of played out. You know what I mean? For sure. I am so tired. As a Marvel fanboy,
0: I'm tired of the MCU stuff.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. I'm curious to see what old Gunn's going to do with uh, DC. But I do hate that he um, sent, uh, what's his name, Packing the Witcher. Because, Cavell, whatever. Cavell,
0: Whatever. I like him. I think he's a good actor. And I, I do too. I mean he looks So they screwed up the Witcher. They screwed him up as Superman. Yep. And- but good for
1: him. He's about to be the new um Who Wants to Live Highlander. Yeah. So he's yeah, then that's going forward, they're got backing and the stories written well I mean, they're it's gonna happen and they're gonna have Cavill, Cavill, whatever, as uh Connor MacLeod of Clan McLeod. I hope you can do I'm sure you can do a better Scottish accent than old um Frenchie <laughs> McGee. I don't
0: think so. Yeah. Christopher Lambia. Yeah.
1: Christopher Lambert, who's French or whatever, who just learned English after he agreed to do the movie. I mean, he learned English or whatever. You're like,
0: why wow. would Hillary Swank? That's who's in yeah. uh, I Am Mother. Uh uh-huh. yeah, I grabbed my phone to look it up and it popped and up. It went, and, oh, yeah. and, the, and like
1: the threat made your brain like, you better do it, bro. Start brain. working.
0: Yeah, or I'm going to get the Google out. All right, Matt, can you see the clock on the wall? I can. It says we're all out of hit points. <laughs> Edit that out, please.